Yeah. Glad to see you both joined us. So thank you for thank you for hopping on. I wondered where everybody was. <laughs> I literally have been just recording audio for a review, and I keep checking back in the Discord, and I maybe was gone for like two minutes since the last time I checked, and no one was in there. You know, what's funny is I I joined the modern toy fair. Uh, chat first by accident because <laughs> I was just like kind of clicking and then my screen moved and then it just put me right into Modern Toy Fair. I was like, what the fuck? And then I had to exit out of it so I figured you'd make fun of me for that but I guess you didn't even notice. Nope, because I would literally been like clicking back and forth every time in between recording audio and I didn't see you in any of the chats or either of you in any of the chats. I'm like, alright, I got a couple more minutes so I can get back to work. And... <laughs> That's how you, I had to turn it on. I saw, I saw like Jason for a second. I was like, okay, alright, let me get this done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, would, you, would you call Brit's win clean? Yeah. I guess. <sighs> I didn't get to see all of her match. So I don't know. I just know she won. I didn't get to see the finish. Yeah. I, I'd say the finish was some. What was the finish? Somewhat clean. I have to look it up real quick. She. I think she did. She ever like in the lock. So I didn't watch any of it, and I just kind of. I. I just read about it. <laughs> Kevin's like, yeah, it was definitely clean. <laughs> yeah, he was like, because he because he knows he's the one who was like, I think it's clean win. Well, I mean, it just it's, it sounded like it was clean. It sounded like it was clean. Because <laughs> all I read was that like, she had her in the famous lock last jaw. words. Yeah, she had her in the lockjaw, and they like rolled around, and she like pinned her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That that is what happened. Okay, that was that was clean. Okay. Hey, while I'm going over this, I might as well go ahead and welcome everybody to the Gimmick Minute Wrestling Podcast. Hope you enjoyed our little banter back and forth for a couple of minutes. You can join us on the conversation by following us at our Twitter. That is the at symbol followed by L-I-V-Y-O-U-R-G-I-M-M-I-C-K. M-O-U-S-E. And of course you have me, Jason. Of course I'm joined each and every week for the most part by Michael and Kevin. And we're just discussing AEW Full Gear. Uh, Many people probably watched it on Saturday like they were supposed to. I watched half of it on Saturday, then got tired and fell asleep, so I decided to finish it today. Just wrapped it up right before we recorded. But as you might have heard from last week, Kevin and Michael had a prediction battle for the uh, Gimmick Minute Live and Worldwide title. And uh, there was a little <laughs> there was a little stipulation in there uh, that um, there would be a um, I don't know how you say it uh, a uh, whether or not they won clean or dirty was was definitely going to be in in question. So I'm just going through and kind of tallying up everything right now. But uh, but yeah. So uh, what'd you guys think of the pay per view? Just kind of just off the off the top. I thought it was pretty good. I mean it. it it's hard to you know top the last pay-per-view because i mean that one was pretty crazy but i feel like it was still really good um some matches were definitely better than others some of them i'm like i didn't even need to see that match and then you had hangman versus adam pa- or hangman versus, adam <laughs> hangman versus omega and holy shit right Kev, you got anything? <laughs> or you didn't, you, I mean, you didn't really watch I, it, though. I, I didn't really watch it. I mean, I saw some highlights or whatever. Um, but, I mean, it, se- it seemed like a you know pretty good show, like Mike said. I mean, obviously, it's you're going to have a tough time like topping <laughs> what they did 
the last time. But, uh, I mean, to me, yeah, Hangman and uh, Kenny was a hell of a match. But uh, how about fucking Darby and uh, MJF? Yeah. Yeah, that was easily number two of the night. Yeah, um, that's fucking two. Like I said, I, I went back and like I watched as many highlights and stuff as I could find, and like that fucking uh, tombstone he did mm-hmm. on, on the apron was pretty, uh, pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And and that was really the only dirty finish of the day because MJF hit him with the brass <laughs> knucks and and got the uh, uh, the headlock takeover. Brass knucks. Oh, the, the ring. Sorry, he hit him with the ring. Yeah, hit him with the. It's not fucking fault. William Regal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Sorry. The butcher used brass knucks the other night, so it's not. Uh, it's not like brass knucks are not an AEW thing uh, or anything. I know, so. but MJF like that's his kind of key thing is that that you know dynamite ring. Yeah. He won that, um, like, the like, beginning of the dynamite and never yeah, yeah. company. Yeah, basically, yeah. The end of the company. never, never. Def- um, I think he defended it one time, but can we can we just appreciate though that even though the finish was dirty, it was still the way he said he was going to beat him. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Which I think that just makes that match ten times even better than it already was. Yeah. It did. It, it was. It was really good. So, the, the pay per view started off with Akira Shida and Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hader and Nyla Rose. Um, that was just kind of on the pre-show, I believe. It was kind of was what it was. But uh, Akira Shida and Thunder Rosa defeated Jamie Hader and Nyla Rose, which you kind of you kind of saw coming, right? I mean, you're not going to have a pre-show with Thunder Rosa and not have her go over. True. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So. But then we got the MJF Darby Allen match, really good back and forth. Uh, the, Darby really showed off his technical wrestling skills in that match. I, I mean, I, I, you know, he, he definitely, he definitely brought like a little extra, like he wanted to prove he could, he could work that technical style, which I thought was was a lot of fun. Well, it's it's, oh, it's officially oh. ten o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? I fuck. <laughs> I forgot to mute it again. My fault. I will tell you, I am, you know, a little side note conversation. I am so pumped for Ghostbusters Afterlife on Friday. Oh, me too. Dude, I, oh, fucking Christ. I can't wait. I'm even so excited and I'm like needing like like a crackhead. Like I need my Ghostbusters fix. I went back and started playing the remastered edition of the Ghostbusters video game on PlayStation. <laughs> so I've <laughs> been playing that. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, a little side note. All right. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so what what'd you guys think of um, MJF's attire? A little, uh, was it like a kind of like a flare-esque, maybe? I mean, isn't his attire always kind of flare-esque? Yeah, it was very, it was like almost like pompous looking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think that's the point. Like, oh, yeah. Sure. What better way to, to even get even more heat and then be as obnoxious as possible with your ring gear? Right. Yeah, he loves. I, I think if anything, I think if anything, this match like it just proved like this whole thing with like people talking about oh all these people coming in and somebody like MJF is going to be like set aside like MJF's like the future of that company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. So he he will not be. He's not going to be set aside, and and a guy like Darby is not going to be set aside. Jungle Boy, like like he said, they they're the pillars, the and, pillars. and and I think yeah. mm-hmm. I think this this show helps cement that because even even Jungle Boy, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, came out looking very very strong, especially after the week that he's had. 
So we'll we'll talk about that here in a second. But then the second match on the card was the AEW Tag Team Championship match, Lucha Brothers versus FTR. I will tell you, man, the little things that FTR does is just so fun to watch. Just the little nuances that they throw into a match, like where you see where you see Cash crawling to break up the pin and not able to make it, but then Dax still kicks out at the last second anyway. Just like little things like that 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 you don't see other tag teams do. You don't see other matches that are tag matches put together that way. They just always have this way of giving it that little extra, and it's just amazing to watch them work in, in, a, in a match. So I, I got nothing but good things to say about them. I thought this match was a lot of fun. I mean, you, you got basically the lucha brothers doing what they normally do michael what do you think about this one as always both teams put on great matches almost guaranteed no matter who they're facing and i love it just like you do with the little just little nice touches the little little bow that they put on everything um i am kind of shocked at the way it ended i was also very confused at why they randomly put the masks on like did yeah, anyone else was, like get yeah, confused by that? Yeah, the whole, the whole the match was pretty good, but like that ending was just kind of like like just out of nowhere. Odd. They're they're you know they're selling. They're outside the ring, then they come back inside the ring, and suddenly have masks on, and then it's over. Well, and, yeah. and, the, and the thing I think what what what's gonna make that story move forward is the fact that because he had the mask on, Dax was actually the legal man, but Cash was the one who was pinned. Oh, I didn't put that yeah, together. So that makes that a thousand. Yeah. That makes so much more sense now because I haven't seen anyone point that out online, and I've just been like, "That's a weird fucking like random thing to do for the they, fish." But okay, they pointed guys. it out on commentary, but it was really quick, and they didn't really okay. dwell on it. Like you know how like WWE commentators will overly dwell on something they want you to pay attention yeah. to. Well, the AEW commentators don't really do that. They'll mention it, but they don't like. They don't mention well, it multiple they, times in a row. <laughs> they need to find a middle ground because my ass didn't catch on at all. <laughs> but that can't just say that shit once. My ass ain't got that kind of attention span. <laughs> but yeah, that that was the reason. So, oh, and just to kind of catch up on the standings. So, in that match, Kevin predicted that Darby would win in a clean match. And Michael predicted correctly that MJF would win dirty, which he did by hitting yeah. the ring. So we're, we're one. MJF's my dirty boy. We're one, one, uh, one to Michael, zero to Kevin on that one. And then in the tag match that we just talked about, Kevin predicted FTR would win dirty, or Michael predicted FTR would win dirty, but Kevin predicted the Lucha Brothers would win clean. And here we go. I, I don't know. I guess, is that technically that's, clean? That's, that's a smudge finish. That is not a clean that finish. That is not a clean finish. You're they right. They did not pin the correct person, so therefore that is not a clean finish. So basically it's it's two to one. Yeah, but, two to not, one, yeah, but they didn't, like, yeah, but they didn't do, like, they didn't do it to help win. FTR fucked themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, the- but the question, but when we were questioned last week, it wasn't necessarily, it was who, like, specifically who's going to be the dirty finish. It was just, will the finish be dirty or will it be clean? Am I wrong? 
I call bullshit on that. Well, so. it's it's really not gonna it's really not gonna affect the overall outcome by oh. the time we get there anyway. Oh. So we'll oh. we'll just uh, we'll just kind of keep moving. Just give it, so just give it to me anyway. So uh, then we had Miro versus Brian Danielson oh. in a very very physical Holy match. Shit. I, I think yeah. we kind of predicted this match would be physical, but it was not the most physical match on the card. But um, you know, it, it it really. I was honestly surprised that that Brian ended up getting the win, and and especially in the way that he did. But it seems like Miro might be injured. He's got that maybe like a quad injury or something. Maybe he needs some time off. I think he might have been in the middle of taking time off when all this stuff happened with Mox, and they tapped mm-hmm. him and said, "Hey, will you come in and and do this?" And he did. But, and he still had a fucking stellar match. Oh, yeah. The match was great. I mean, I, I don't know if Brian's capable of having a bad match with anybody, but, I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, Like we said either last week or the week before, dude could fucking wrestle a broom and, and sell out an arena. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. What uh, what'd you think of this one? Well, I already gave my opinion to an extent, so I figured this would be Kevin's chance. Oh. <laughs> that yeah, he apparently I, fell I, asleep. I no, I don't, I don't know who's getting thrown to this, so... I mean, oh, you know, my bad. What'd you think of it, Kev? <laughs> um, this one I didn't catch much, like highlight wise. I mean, I guess just reading about it, like it, you know, I guess my my shock of it was that like he made Miro pass out and pass out so quickly. Yeah, um, that's that's the one thing I didn't like about the match is that finish just felt so out of nowhere because like he locked it in and in like less than a second, match was called. I like I felt like there was no time to really establish someone's passed out. Yeah, it was a little weird. It really was. Yeah. It was a very quick, quick finish. Mm-hmm. But, because, I mean, like, even going back to the old days when they they'd at least do the fucking, like, three arm drop thing, something. Mm-hmm. But this was just like, oh, nope, didn't even do an arm, like, thing until after the fact. It was just like, oh, yeah, he's dead. Call it. <laughs> um. So I, I didn't get a, you know, we had kind of like a little mini prop bet going. I, I didn't see was uh, was Brian's chest a purple hue or was it ground beef? I couldn't tell by the end of the match. I'd have to go back and look. So I'm going to be honest. I can't fucking remember. <laughs> you have to go find, a, uh, go find a picture of him after the match. Yeah. So go. both of you picked Miro to win that. Um, both of you picked it to be a clean finish. Fucked. So you both got a point yeah. for being a clean finish, but I guess uh, I guess we could award a bonus point for the purple hue or the ground beef. <laughs> uh, let's see. Full gear. Mm. Keep going. It'll take me a minute to find a picture. Of oh, no problem. <laughs> so then after that, we had the false count anywhere match between Christian Cage, Jurassic Express, and versus the Super Click. And this was pretty much what to be expected. Um it was, uh, I mean, it was definitely crazy. I think the ending of it, though, kind of sealed it with Luchasaurus doing that standing shooting star press off of the stage onto a whole gaggle of people. Then you had the you had the concerto that that Jungle Boy decided to to, to use instead of Christian, and uh, before that you had uh, Cole hitting the Panama Sunrise off of the scaffolding stuff that they had there. I mean, just overall, that match was just completely bonkers. Um, yeah. You know, and we get, you know, you had some blood, you had, um, the, the thumbtack knee pads that they hit Luchasaurus with the, with the, the triple VTE trigger. I mean, damn, mm-hmm. like that was, 
that was uh that's pretty but although Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus wasn't bleeding from anywhere though when they hit him with that but it did look like one of the tacks was stuck in his back at least I like the uh, what was the spot where they I mean it was it was so like big time court I mean choreographed to like oh yeah hugely but like when they did the spot where and then the uh, jungle boy ended up back in the seat Oh yeah, in the chair. Yeah, or yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. There was, yeah, and then he's sitting there, fucking sitting there, posed, and then Adam Cole comes and hits him with the fucking last shot, or I don't know what he's calling it now. Is he still calling it the last shot? Still calls the last shot. I don't know. I I guess I just for for me in those matches, it was just a lot of the same thing. You know what I mean, like. It, it, yeah, and, and and there was a lot of there was a lot of choreographed spots, as you would put it, and you could tell they were setting up for some of them. But I mean, it was still fun. I mean, uh, Jungle Boy hitting that Hurricane Rana off the top and uh, to the outside, throwing who was it through a t- was it Cole through a table? That was yeah, that was fucking crazy. There was, I mean, there was some definitely some big spots in it, but it, you could just tell. And and even when Lucha did his did his shooting star press, all of a sudden there was like six other people standing there, like all the security yeah, guards. No. For what, I don't mm. know if the security was like, oh, let me help up these guys. Oh no, there's a big guy jumping right? on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was oh, weird. No. I'm about, to, <laughs> about to get a dinosaur at my ass. Right. Right. <laughs> Hey, man, it's probably better than how it goes for them when they do that in their hotel rooms. <laughs> so I guess Jungle Life. I guess for this one, I, we didn't know that it was a I don't think we knew it was a false count anywhere match. So I'm not going to no, I'm not going to give points for the clean or dirty finish because you can't really have a dirty finish and a false count anywhere. Actually, I think we did know that. Cause didn't we ask that same question, Kevin? We were like, "How the fuck do you have a dirty finish?" No, that or no, or it was oh, the street that, fight. That it was, was the street fight. Street yeah, fight. The, yeah, the Minneapolis the, mayhem match. Saint, the Saint, yeah, the St. Yeah. Paul, the St. Paul Twin Cities, Minneapolis. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, update: I found a picture of Daniel uh, or Brian Danielson after the match, and his chest is actually normal. He, this is the first match he's had where he hasn't had the shit beat out of his chest. All right. Yeah, WrestlingNews.co, the picture of him get, having his hands raised at full gear and just got spray tan, nothing else. All right, well, no points were rewarded for that one then. All right. God damn it, Brian. Yeah, no. <laughs> the you, one you, time you, you don't you, get your titties slapped? Yeah, you, you get your titties slapped from here on out. <laughs> and then there, then there was a match that we didn't even have on here, so I don't know if it, it just came to be after... We had already set this all up, but Cody Rhodes and Pac versus Malachi Black and Andrade. This, yeah, this one was last minute put up. I think either on Dynamite or uh, Rampage. Yeah. yeah, this match was interesting because Cody and Pac didn't get along a lot, really at all, but they still somehow got the win over the team that actually worked together, and and Malachi and Andrade. Um, because Cody, Cody must pose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's Cody Reigns, man. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You know, in, in this match, like Cody Rhodes is just Roman Reigns from 2019. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> I mean, the match was okay. I, I I'm not. I mean, the I'm on CBS.com and they gave it a B minus. I don't know if I would give it a B minus. I'd maybe give it like a C or C plus. But it was, um, man, Malachi Black's yeah, entrance that. though is 
fucking amazing. I'll give his entrance mm-hmm. an A just alone. <laughs> I mean, his his entrance is what I think they wanted Damian Priest to be in NXT, where the lights would go off and then he would be in a different spot. Except in this one, he's not doing a stupid archer pose. So and, oh, and, fi- yeah. and firing yeah. uh, fake arrows at the at the Tron. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love how he just is in different places. He's in different poses, and it ends with him sitting in the in the middle of the ring. Like that's that's pretty fucking cool, especially with the song that he has too, with the the good dude screaming. This is it's it's awesome. And and Andrade, man, the dude can bring it. I mean, the guy can go in the ring. Both those guys can. So you know, it, it was a fun match to watch, but it just I don't know. For me, it didn't. It, it isn't a match that needed to be added to the card. I don't think. I don't think this had. It, it was a match that. Read. Like essentially, Cody was like, "Why am I not on the fucking show? It's my yeah. it's my company. I want to be on the show." And Tony was like, "Okay, Cody, I'll put you and your friends in this little match, and you guys can pretend that anyone cares about this rivalry." Yeah, it yeah. it should have been it should have just been Pac versus Andrade. Like what we didn't need to have. <laughs> it should have been Arn versus Cody. <laughs> yeah, a Glock on pole match. Yeah, how about the spot with Arn? Yes, with it, uh, what's his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the the dude that. Uh, comes out to the ring with Andrade. He like pulled the fake gun out of his trousers. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Did you see Arn had a Arn had a tweet the other day? It was a picture of him and the acclaimed, and he had a shirt on that said Arn, where the the R was a was a Glock, and he yeah. goes he goes name the name the title of this rap album. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought that was. I love it. I mean, it's it's like such a like revitalizing thing for Arn. Oh, you know what I mean? Doubt, like yeah. if, if anybody deserves like anything, it's him. You know what I mean? So like, I, I love it. Yeah, it was it was definitely a lot of fun. All right, and then moving on to the to the next match that honestly was just a fucking barn burner. I mean, this is this is what Jim Ross would have accurately described as a slobber knocker. That was CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I just want to say I love the story they told in this match. Eddie coming out to the ring, just just no posing, no nothing, calling out Punk, called a personality hits, but Punk doesn't stop on the ramp. He doesn't do the it's clobbering time. None of that. He marches straight to the ring. Eddie's sitting there. Then they get all like face to face to face, and before the ref can <laughs> ring the bell. Eddie hits him with that backhanded slap move and like knocks Punk out like right at the start of it. I was like, "Holy shit, that was that was a fucking stiff shot." And then yeah, knocked him right on his yeah. Ass. And then uh, and then just just the match overall. This this is actually the first time that I have seen this this was the first time I've seen CM Punk. Like this match, he felt like CM Punk to me. Maybe the Maybe just the, the, the sheer brawling fact of it kind of got him more in his element, but this was more of a CM Punk match to me. But how, what about him hitting uh, Cena's five moves of doom but falling short of doing the uh, five-knuckle shuffle? The five-knuckle five yeah. shuffle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, I agree. That like, was pretty funny. Yeah, I agree. This is like CM Punk, like, you know, pre-WWE, like, you know, if you go back and, like, catch any of his stuff and like ring him on or whatever you know what i mean like the, this was fucking like the, just amazing 
Michael, your thoughts? Yeah, I sorry, I thought he had more to add. Um, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. I was kind of shocked to see uh, Punk get some color. That was uh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, but how about Eddie taking it immediately and wiping it, his face with it? Though, oh yeah, yeah, that was, that was a little <laughs> interesting choice. Uh, I'm but... gonna those bloods on me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I went from like. I was in on this match just because of the, the stupidness of their promos and Punk being pissed because he, he was interrupted to like, wow, that was actually a pretty good match and I'm not going to be mad if they keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that was, was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it really was. And, you know, the... the and, and even the, the ending, you know, Punk getting the win and, and trying to shake his hand, Eddie walking away, I, I like that, but... Just, just the whole story they told throughout the match. How exhausted both guys were, and you could, you could tell that Eddie, Eddie beat himself by, by tiring himself out. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just, just he just, he just didn't have enough gas at the end because he, he just, he wore himself out just, just beating the shit out of Punk. You know, so him saying that I'm not out there to win, I'm just out there to beat you up. I mean, that that literally was was what happened. I mean, he he beat him mm-hmm. up to the point where he just didn't have anything left. I mean, it was it was great though. And you almost wonder where they're going to go from here. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and and how about the crowd turning on Punk at the end? Yeah, yeah. that was unexpected. I yeah, never, I did not expect the Punk get booed anytime soon. Like. Maybe eventually, like I assumed, he'd get a, do a heel turn, and then he'd get like the, the casual booze. But I was not expecting that. Kevin, you have something? To say? Yeah, I would. I, I mean, honestly, I would. I would love to. And I get why you can't like do it right away, but like I love the whole like thought of him like just all of a sudden just shitting and healing on people. You know what I mean? Like I just, oh, I yeah. think that I'd love it. I think that's exactly what he needs. And that's what they need to do. Like, I mean, just put him like over the top, especially if he gets into, if he gets into something with Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, but even Brian Danielson is like capable of it too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we did, we did went, went, such great things as the fucking what was it? The the world's like eco planet, champion, the, or planet, planet, planet champion, planet champion. Like, yeah, yeah we we didn't like get enough out of that because yeah. like because Kofi Mania happened and it was just kind of like. Yeah, it all kind of just fell apart. Yeah. So I think you know either of them could really, I mean, even as a, like, even as a, even as a team together, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh man, now I just want a faction of them and MJF. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nobody be able to get word in edgewise. Yeah, it's just like you 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 have to wear a scarf, you have to be vegan, and you can't drink or smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, I really hope out of this too, like getting back to MJ, I really hope we get more from Pinnacle as that like real lead faction now. Now that Kenny's like lost and you know what I mean, like and I know we'll talk about it, but like you know, the elite kind of not stepping to the side, but I really hope like this like brings like the pinnacle like to the front. You know what I mean? Yeah, because they they kind of took up like a, a back burner. Like yeah. they're there and they're referenced, and it's like, oh yeah, so and so's being loaned out from pinnacle to whoever for the night, and it's like, oh, 
okay, so it's still a thing. You're just not really doing anything with it, which isn't terrible. Like, at least it's not going to get the NWO treatment where it's just like fucking so shoved down your throat that you get sick of it. But well, you had you had Spears and and Wardlow try to come out to help MJF too, but then Sting, you know, beat him beat him back with a baseball bat. So that was. You know, they they still make reference to it, but even even really up until up until this whole thing with America's Top Team, they they weren't really doing much as a faction with the Inner Circle either. Everybody was kind of doing their own thing, and then all of a sudden they brought them kind of back together. So it seems to be yeah. kind of the maybe maybe AEW is finally starting to break a little bit away from having so many factions. I don't know because what happened in the uh, main I event? Think, I think I. I think it's getting to the point where it's like they should have like the faction championships. Like it'd be like the ten man instead of a trios championship, they should make a ten man man tag. Because <laughs> well, so then you you could just have the the tag team championship and do like for like New Day rule. Mm-hmm. It's it's the mm-hmm. factions championship, so anyone in the faction can defend it. Versus it being like oh, it has to be. Fucking FTR has to be the champions, so they're the only yeah. ones defending it, kind of thing. Yeah, I just I think they're missing the boat on like no offense to the women, but the women don't need a secondary title, like you know maybe a tag title for the women, but they don't need that TBS championship. Like if anything, I, they, if anything, I think they needed like a secondary like tag team title. I think they're doing the mid card like style title for them to be different because you've got Impact is do, already doing the tag team titles now for the women and he's been doing the tag team titles for women. So like there comes a point where you're like, okay, how can we be at least slightly different? Yeah. Versus just co- uh, copying everyone else's stuff and doing it slightly less than. And I, I will give impact credit for that. Did you see that title that they created the digital media yeah. championship, but it's like inter it's intergender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. So that, yeah. Cause that, uh, Jordana grace ended up winning that. Yeah. So she is um <laughs> our our buddy Jamar does not know a whole lot about wrestling. Oh, yeah. But he is a big <laughs> fan of Jordiana Grace because she does uh, on her Twitter she posts nothing but uh videos of her working out in just her like bikinis, basically. Like she'll she goes into the gym and she bench presses, does squats, does um her like pull ups and like her whole workout routine wearing nothing but, like, a thong bikini and no shoes or anything. Barefoot and, I mean, she she might as well be naked, basically. So, Jamar... I mean, Jamar wishes she was. Yeah, Jamar is a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. Jamar uh, may have uh, followed Impact on Twitch. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Just for her. Just for her. Yep. All right, so after we had Punk and Kingston, we did get the Inner Circle versus America's Top Team with uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky. Dan Lambert was in the match. Uh, this was pretty much what you expected it to be. I love how they called it a, a Minneapolis Street Fighter, whatever it was, and the whole gimmick was all the weapons that were around ringside were things that were made in Minnesota. Okay, so you got... <laughs> What? There was a toaster. Yeah, so so there there was uh, uh, water skis. There was a toaster. There were hockey sticks. There were 
Um, trying to th- somebody had brought out lead pipe, but I think that was just you know. The, the, oh, there's your lead pipe, Dan. Dan Lam- yeah. yeah, Dan Lambert snuck hey. it in. It wasn't Lana. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, but they use tables too, so I don't, I don't know if tables were popularized or made in Minnesota. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they they use some pretty pretty funny weapons. There's also a fun spot where Baron von Ratchke got involved in the match. He was sitting ringside yeah. and. Ethan Page started yelling at Jake Hager's wife, and Baron Vodrachkli decided to use the the Iron Claw on on Ethan Page, which I don't know if uh, the Baron has as much grip as what he used to because it totally looked like. Uh, God, he still looks the same. Yeah, he does. Too. Like my God, like but yeah, kudos to him. Like eighty one, eighty one years you know, old. Yeah, out there I mean that's got some arthritis and some carpal tunnel, but he'll try. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He made it happen. What do you guys think of this match? Oh boy! Oof. Yeah. Like if there was a stinker on this card, we found it. Um, like the fact that the first like several minutes of the match, they're fucking tagging in and out like a normal fucking tag team match. <laughs> like, l- did they forget it was a street fight, or was that like a, the Minnesota thing? Like they had to go and, yeah. and be polite for the first few minutes before they could get violent. <laughs> yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. Well, now, yeah, you get ten minutes. Ten minutes a nice much. <laughs> when they all lined up on the apron, and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is a street fight. What the fuck are they doing? Like, this is so weird." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it kind of was what you expect or whatever. I just, I, I think I should maybe maybe said this last week. Like, th- this like needed to boil into a blood and guts or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like a slow build to it, just because. I think you could have kept building so much heat with that Lambert guy and the rest of them, and then it could have boiled into something. Um, then again, I don't know how, other than like Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, like how much over there you're going to get like qualityness. So like, yeah, I just it, it was just it was kind of just kind of whatever for me. Yeah, so. and, and you know, I mean, Sammy hitting that big swanton off the ladder. You know that that was that was probably the highlight, the big spot of the whole the whole thing. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean Jericho's frog splash wasn't the highlight. Yeah, that, yeah, I mean that that was yeah. pretty amazing. A little homage for Eddie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and that was. But here's the thing, and, and this is kind of where I have an issue sometimes with AEW, and I, and I get, I guess we're coming up. It wasn't like yesterday, the anniversary Eddie's death or or something or today yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So I, yeah. I guess I can understand that to a certain point, but the problem was they did like the three amigos and like three different matches. And yeah, you, you know what I mean? It's just like that shit like that kind of takes away from it <laughs> because it's like, okay, if you're going to pay homage to him in one match, that's one thing, but to do it in multiple matches throughout the night and you have three different people doing the same move I don't know. That just takes away from it a little I, bit for me. That, that's that's. I don't think that's necessarily like corporate AEW's fault. I think that's the performer's fault because I think everyone wanted to be that guy to you know pay homage, and it was one of those things where like the, the the right hand didn't know what the left hand was doing, and there wasn't mm-hmm. enough not enough hands in the pot to be like, oh, you guys are doing that spot too. No, 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 we can't do that seven times in one night like yeah but you think like if if cm punk sees the lucha brothers doing it in in their match and his matches four matches later maybe he goes to eddie kingston and says hey you know what i'm gonna take out that three amigos spot it was already done you know <laughs> like 
I mean, it's fucking CM Punk. You think he's going to let anyone yeah. fucking <laughs> do something and he can't do it? Yeah, Come on now. That's true. That's true. Good point. Yeah, and then Eddie's like, no, we're going to do that. Fuck you. I'm from New York. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Since when do you have this amazing Eddie <laughs> Kingston impression? Right, where has that been for the past fucking two years? Like, I mean, it, I mean, it's any stereotypical normal person from Brooklyn. Right. So, <laughs> yo, Brooklyn, all right. But we could have been doing like gimmicks about this for fucking two years now, and you've waited till now. Yeah, yeah. Guess we missed the boat. <laughs> Wait, did they miss the? Apparently, apparently, CBS.com totally missed the write-up on the Britt Baker and Tay Conte match because it is not in this results article that they have. It goes straight from Punk and Kingston. It goes from Cody the Cody Rhodes match to Punk and Kingston to the inner circle uh, straight to Jay Lethal in the AEW World Championship match. So they totally skipped to the Britt Baker match. Wow. Well, I mean, it's a good thing that we didn't. Way to go, CBS. Uh, yeah, so then I, I – so that match, though – so we're out of order, though. So that match came – I believe it came before – did it come before Punk and Kingston or after it Punk? It came before Punk it, and Kingston. I yeah, thought. I thought it did. No, I thought it was after Punk and Kingston. I'm pretty sure it was before. Okay, well, regardless. So Britt Baker, Tay Conte, they actually had a really – I thought it was a good match. I thought it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. I thought it was very back and forth. I thought Tay – for they kept saying that this was Britt Baker's like greatest test to date, but Tay Conte hasn't been wrestling for that long, so I don't know if that was necessarily the case because I feel like somebody like um, yeah. Nyla Rose her presents a bigger threat to to Britt Baker. Her Thunder Rose, yeah, Thunder Rose match. Well, she hasn't had it. She think, hasn't I had. I think it was maybe just trying to get Tay Conte more over. Yeah, I, I think, think so too. But she, and she hasn't. Like, she like, hasn't had a match with Thunder Rosa though. Um, as since she's been champion though, all her matches mm-hmm. with Thunder came came before the championship. But um, I think they just meant like the greatest threat to her title defense. But but yeah, I, I thought Tay did a really good job. I thought the match was fun. Uh, I liked the finish. You know, the fact that she kept trying to, she kept trying to get get the lockjaw in, and Tay kept blocking it every chance that she got. And then she just, she was trying to go for it, got her into a roll up position, got the one two three. Like that was to me, that was a, that was actually a really that for for AEW that was a really good finish. Like they don't always do mm-hmm. like, you know, because you see so many times where guys kick out of their big finishers and you have these big, like huge sequences and guys kick out of that. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I, I like the way that they, I like the way that they did that personally. I, I think another thing I sums it up too, is that Britt Baker uh, tweeted and said that uh, Tay kicks harder than anybody, but yes, she still came out on top. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, she kicks harder than anybody. What she say? Kicks harder than anybody, but I'm still a champion. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. That was cool. But any any other thoughts on that match before we move on? No, I really enjoyed it. Um, kind of what I expected, and and kind of the result I respect. I expected. I I just can't see anyone dethroning Britt Baker anytime soon until she gets to Thunder Rosa. Yeah, or unless there's some other kind of crazy signing or something yeah charlotte flair shows up and that's her like (laughs) obligation she has to be champion until her contract ends 
Yeah, I mean that that might be. Yeah, I I I think you're right though. I think Thunder Rosa probably has the the most momentum out of anybody, and if if anybody's gonna gonna dethrone her, <laughs> that's probably the way they would go. But uh, all right, so then we get to the main event, which was the AEW World Championship match, and that featured Hangman Adam Page going up against Kenny Omega. So Omega had Don Callis with him, and uh, I did mm-hmm. see the contract signing, and I did I, I finally saw what you were talking about, um, Michael, where Don Callis had the fake goatee on, even though he had a <laughs> right. mask on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you couldn't see his face anyway, but underneath his mask, he had a fucking fake goatee. And I'm just like, that is the most ridiculous heel thing I've ever seen, and I love it. Yeah. If that wasn't an homage to Randy Orton, I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty damn funny. <laughs> so, Omega and Paige, uh, they, I, I mean, this this ended up being a really good match. I mean, it, it was definitely deserving to be the main event. I thought the story going into it was fantastic. The, the the story they told throughout the match was was really good as well. Very back and forth. Uh, some big fucking moves, man. Like a couple like really scary moves off the top rope. Like that um, that uh, was it that Liger bomb that uh, that Omega did to to Page, but Page landed mm-hmm. like really awkwardly, kind of high on his neck. Like that was scary. Uh, yeah. When when Omega did the sunset flip over the top rope, and when he landed. Now, Hangman caught him, but, like, when he came down, he, um, I don't know if you guys caught it, but, like, there's the mat, and then there's, like, the concrete, like, right oh, by yeah. the guardrail, and he, mm-hmm. like, his feet, like, caught the concrete, and he, like, went out and, like, kind of landed, even he was kind of, like, sitting there, like, okay, yep, that, that fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, yep, just smacked both my heels on the concrete, that was yeah. not, not and, a great and then, experience. Yeah, and then kind of did, like, a little slip, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, and even uh, Hangman was so pumped up, he kind of slipped when he was making his entrance. He came out and put his foot on the on the guardrail, and his foot kind of slipped off of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the little video package that they played? Because you could tell, obviously, he's wearing completely different stuff, so you could tell that that was mm-hmm. that was shot way in advance. But well, Punk, Punk was tweeting was photos a- of that like the night before. Yeah, it like wasn't that. way in advance. It was literally recorded on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you could definitely tell it was it was recorded in advance, but just the whole uh, the whole thing with with him riding the horse through the city while you had the like the video package playing on the buildings, I thought that was kind of cool. It was a little bit of a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Kind of set the set the stage. They kind of talked a little bit more about the whole he can't win the big one thing, but then uh, I think Tony Giovanni was no, nah, we need to stop that. You know he he you know he's he's a different person now or blah blah blah. He was kind of weird, but yeah. man, in this match, and this is the, this is where I get disappointed with with Jim Ross because he just, you know, that was a huge moment and a huge finish, and that could have used that, you know, Paige hits the buckshot, and the, you know what I mean, like it, it, you, it could have used that, that Jim Ross. That, touch. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Has a family. 
Paige wins it. Paige wins it. Paige wins it. You know, it, it could have used yeah. that that extra J, Jim Ross like umph and excitement, and it just wasn't there. And I'm like, ah, if there was ever a moment for that to come out, like that was the moment. And I, I, I guess I was a little disappointed by like, that. Oh, man, t- took that buck shot like one of Cheney's friends. My God. <laughs> All right, Michael ruined it. So, but <laughs> yeah. I'll say it's probably slowly to his defense. He probably it's like I mean, one he's, of those he's dealing with a lot right now, so I can't quite blame. You, him. you can even tell like when you listen to his podcast, like in his voice, that he's just like whatever he's going through right now, just kind of. But but the then again, back to your point, Jason, like something like that, like then he needs to like take some time off. You know what I mean? Like just let Tony Excalibur. I think Tony would be just fine, like call or even Excalibur just calling. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And then and then Tony being like the color guy. So at the same time though, in 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 JR's defense, it's probably best for him to stay on just because if he takes time off while dealing with all this on top of all the other things that have happened to him over the past several years, like that's that's gonna weigh on him way more than if he at least has, you know. Mm-hmm. To the distraction of being able to come to work and do the thing he loves. Yeah, yeah, it, it's just it, it's just too bad because it just seems like you can just tell that he, he's kind of going through the motions and it's 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 not there the way that it normally would be and you know I I don't know maybe he just doesn't have it in him anymore who knows but yeah it's just uh, it's just it's just too bad that we didn't get that that kind of moment and not that that was a not that it, it, it i don't think it necessarily ruined the moment at all because it was still a great moment it was it was great to have the dark order come out you know they lifted page up and i thought that was a really nice touch and it, it was still i like how they gave him a beer and he just threw it aside and hugged them like that yeah. that was that was pretty cool yeah yeah kind of brought that story to to a little bit of an end and you know the whole, the whole cowboy shit thing. Like man, the crowd chanting cowboy shit was going insane. Like that was uh, the crowd was the crowd was really hot for Punk and Kingston. They were pretty hot for Brian and Miro, but they really came alive for for Omega and Page and and stayed stayed pretty hot throughout. Like I don't, I don't know if like. This was one of the first AEW shows I can remember in a long time where I didn't feel like the crowd was just crazy throughout the entire night. And I don't know if maybe that's just the way they positioned the card, if, if it just wasn't quite the same, you know, the same way. But, it, I mean, it was still... That fucking Minneapolis crowd. I was, I was yeah. It's multitude of things. One, last time they were in Chicago. I mean, Chicago crowd's always going to be wild. Um, and two, like, a lot of card matches on this card, it was like, who gives a shit like inner circles match could have cared less Cody and, and, uh, and pack versus Malachi and Andrade could have cared less. Like, I think that, that probably hurt it more with this crowd than anything else. Yeah. They threw, yeah. they threw a little too much in, I think we're less, yeah, less I think is they, more sometimes yeah, with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think this card could have done, I think he could have had maybe a little bit better of a pre-show match. I mean, it was what it was, but like, yeah, the Cody match did not be did not need to be in there. And then, I mean, the the inner circle match probably I'm not saying it didn't need to be in there, but it didn't need to be like the way it was. It needed to be something. <laughs> a, a yeah, huge gimmick. 
Yeah. What what'd you guys think of Jay Lethal, though, coming out to join AEW and then immediately that's, challenging Sammy Guevara? That's big for them. Like, that's awesome, number one, that he's signed because, like, he's way too good of a talent, you know, to be just sitting around, yeah. you know, especially with Ring, what's happened with Ring of Honor. So, I mean, that's big. I mean, just between his in-ring work and just what he can do on the mic. So... Yeah, definitely. I think that's gonna be huge for them. I'm just curious if we get to see him because uh, he's the one who did the the straight up Ric Flair impression, right? Oh he yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, actually, I actually watched that today. Yeah, he, he does it. It's like it's like so good. Like, oh my god! Like, yeah, when he had that major one with him, and they were throwing the shoes at each other and doing. Oh my god. Go back and watch that. That's he. He does a really good Macho Man too. In fact, his his gimmick, his character was very stylized after Macho Man, and his entrance music, if you listen to it when he came out, had the pop and yeah, he, pop and circumstance in it. It was a little bit of a yeah, he was, upbeat version of it, kind of like the the Brian's, but it was uh, you know it, it definitely was uh, the pop and circumstance. Yeah, wasn't he like Black the Cheese Bow or something like yeah. that? Was yeah, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does some pretty good impressions. So he's he's definitely a talent, one way or the other. So I don't know. Like I haven't seen his in ring though in a while. I know he's you know he's getting he's getting up there in years. So I'm curious to see if he can still go the way that he that he would go back in his impact days. I don't you know I haven't really watched him in Ring of Honor or anything like that. So you know hopefully he's I mean, he's, he's, he's been like he's been like their top guy for. I mean, what last? How many years? So but that's. I mean, I have. That's saying he's Ring of Honor's top guy, though. Like Ring of Honor has like no TV deal. You know what I mean? Like it's not. You know, not, yeah, not to I mean, not to yeah. talk shit about Ring of Honor a lot. Kick them while they're down. I, I'm, I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, most of the time, like Ring of Honor is where you go and cut your teeth to move on to bigger and better things. Where it seemed like Jay kind of stepped down to be more of like a mentor role. That that's more of a guy kind of at towards the end of his career. That's why that that to me is why I'm like, well, I won't, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how his I guess I guess we'll find out on Wednesday because he has a, a TNT championship match against Sammy Guevara. So if, if, if he can showcase what he can do in the ring, Sammy Guevara is a great guy to, for him to showcase it with. So, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I I could be shut up very quickly and I'm not saying that I, I expect Jay Lethal to be bad in the ring. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just curious because I haven't seen him perform in a long time. So that, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, I haven't seen him. What was he in? Was he ever in WWE? No, I don't think so. No, I really, unless, yeah. unless it was just enhancement work or extra work or something like that. But I, he never had a run in WWE at any point. Yeah, in I time. can't. Yeah, I couldn't remember if he did or not. Yeah. I feel like they looked at him a time or two, and there might have been when he first left Impact before he went to Ring of Honor. There might have been a little interest, but I don't think they ever pulled the trigger on bringing him in. So, but overall, what were you guys' thoughts on Full Gear? I feel like the 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 end kind of capped everything off perfectly, but I thought uh, it was a pretty decent pay per view. What about you two? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I said earlier, I, it wasn't quite as uh, up there with all out but that at least if nothing else that fucking ending to the show was more than worth it like finally getting to see like all that storytelling of over the course of almost, what two years now to come to an end with 
him winning the championship and then like the Dark Order coming out and celebrating with him, like couldn't have asked for more. Definitely. Yeah. And what about the uh, little uh, tidbit that had that happened there with Matt Jackson and the nod of the head? Did you guys catch that? Yeah, yeah. where like they they both like he was just like yeah, do it. Did did you yeah. did you see? And that's what I was talking about how that maybe they're kind of breaking up the, some of the factions a little bit. But so did you guys see Rampage? <clears throat> Uh, so I saw. I feel like there was something I saw from it, but I can't remember. What. So on Rampage, um, Kenny. Oh yeah, he 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 approached them. Yeah, right? Paige, Paige called them out and and basically said to them, you know, he he basically called them out for not help, for not being in his corner the first time he went for the the championship. He also called them out for you know, supporting Kenny and, and, and he, he basically told him like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was a bad friend. Um, but you guys were kind of shitty to me too. He said, you cost me my shot at the world title and I cost you guys the tag team championships. So, you know, and my eyes were even. So if you guys interfere in this one, then I will like fucking kill you. Basically, <laughs> like he he basically like threatened to, to beat the shit out of them if they if they interfered in the match. So when they came out and gave him the head nod, that was like they're like, okay, this is your time. Go and do it. We're not we're not getting involved. And plus, fucking Jackson had his arm in a, a like a sling with a like they they could barely walk mm-hmm. out to the ramp to to do that. So yeah, like they were pretty much yeah. Done. I just. Uh... Yeah, I just, so I just wonder where they're going to go from here, like, with Kenny and, you know, I mean, there, there's definitely some good story they could build off of that. Yeah, I thought it would happen. Maybe the, the, now that the good brothers aren't around anymore, maybe if they break away from Kenny, the, then they can kind of be their own, do, go back to kind of being the babyface young bucks or, you know, because Cole's got other stuff too. You know, you got Bobby Fish coming, possibly Kyle O'Reilly coming. Oh my God, that's that's the other thing that fucking on Rampage and and they keep fucking saying that um, they keep bringing up Undisputed Era and but it, but yeah. doing it in a oh, very yeah. vague like stupid way, and it's like really fucking dumb in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that, but just just. I'm I'm just curious on like where do you go with that because if you decide to do something with the undisputed era like you you sign the you know the other two guys and obviously Roderick Strong's probably got a long while before he'd be freed up um, but even if you sign O'Reilly to go with Bobby Fish like okay so you've you're you've just gonna cut all this super click stuff short and are you gonna just have this kind of weird love triangle between adam cole undisputed era and and the, the super click like like what what's the end game here because i feel like eventually he he's gonna have to choose which woman he wants to be with because they ain't gonna be able to cope this yeah definitely yeah it, it's it's hard to say it's it's kind of weird I, maybe with them losing the the match, maybe Adam Cole will will want to put some distance between them. It's, uh, he'll be he'll be like, you know, what? I had a team where we won all the time, yeah. and this ain't it. Well, and how about in? in I guess I kind of glossed over it, but how about fucking Jungle Boy's week? He had a hell of a match on Dynamite. Then he had that that really, uh, or he had, he he got his ass kicked on Dynamite. Then he had that really stiff match with with Bobby Fish on Rampage. 
And then, you know, he, he got the win, but then got beat up after that too. And then they had that, that uh, false count anywhere match. And he took a, he took a beating in that match too, but still, still came out the big winner by, by hitting the concerto and getting the win. I mean, that that's kind of where they, they elevated that pillar for, for jungle boy a little bit, like kind of mm-hmm. gave him that, gave him a little bit of an edge maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna say it now. If he keeps growing his beard out, he can't be called Jungle Boy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and dude, the look on his face when Luchasaurus hit that uh, that that shooting star jump was pretty mm-hmm. priceless too. They just had to zoom in on his face. He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> that was pretty funny. But uh, I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something, but I've been very clean this entire show. And oh god, uh, you don't uh, want to give us a dirty finish? No, no, no. <laughs> no. It's totally your show. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to give. Yeah. Don't want to give us a dirty finish. You got it. All right. So that being said, now that we wrapped up AW Full Gear, I guess I could get to the results of the um, the the live and worldwide championship. So, with a total of 13 points, the winner and new Gimmick Minute Live and Worldwide Champion, Michael Gresser, Mr. Modern Toy Fair, or Dr. Modern Toy Fair, as he also calls himself. I'm... Yeah, baby. You are the new champion. I like you just came on camera. Some asshole can keep it for 400 days and not defend it hardly ever. This is bullshit. I'm telling you right now, I want a rematch. The rematch is going to be a Survivor Series. Okay? And I'll tell you what. Here you go. I'll tell you what. I, I, will, I will do this to, to, to so you will do it. If I lose... I will never challenge for the gimmick. Oh my god! Live worldwide championship. <laughs> listen, ever listen Cody Rhodes. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah, all right. How about that? I'm not defending my title until it is at my doorstep. <laughs> so you better you better get one of them if it fits. It ships well, boxes you, in two well, days. You better, then, you be, then you better go buy a belt <laughs> and make it yours. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I, I, not, I did not see that coming. So now I want to know what what was his score. It was ten. It was ten, thirteen to ten. Oh, so man, it, like it was close, but it wasn't. Like I, know, close I, don't, to I don't. I don't. Yeah. Plus, I, I want like a breakdown of how you actually did these rules, Vince Russo, because I don't know. Somehow this this ends up being screwy. No, it wasn't screwy at all. So man. So it went Dar- Darby versus MJF. It was Darby. You picked Darby clean. He lost. Michael picked MJF dirty. That's how it went. He got two points there. You got zero. You both had okay. you both had inner circle winning clean. I mean, it was a fucking street fight. So you both got two points there. The super click match. You picked the super click winning dirty. Which again, we didn't give points for that. But you picked super click. He picked Jurassic. So he got one point there. You got zero. Uh, you both picked Punk. So you both got two points for there. You both picked Punk winning clean. Uh, in the FTR versus Lucha mats, you picked um, Lucha, and we all agreed it was not a clean finish. You, you picked Lucha, so you got that right. You got one point. Michael got zero points. In the Brit and Conte match, um, Michael got... Um, I assume one, because I thought I said... Oh, I'm sorry. It was, it was 12 to 10, my fault. 
Yeah. yeah. So Michael got Michael got one. You got two. And then in the you guys both picked Miro to win the Brian match, so you both you both uh, you both, <clears throat> both shit the bed there. got one point there because you both picked the clean finish. And then the main event, you both picked Paige. Um, Michael predicted that he would come out, he would have there be a horse involved in his ring entrance, and there was, so he got an extra point. Whoa, what but, but, fucking but. It wouldn't have mattered because you both picked that he would win clean, so you both got two points. So Michael still, even without that horse prop thing, okay, first he would have beat you I'll eleven to ten because that should have been in. So that's eleven to ten. So he still, plus I should have got an extra point for the Lucha Brothers. That was a clean finish. That's bullshit. That was that was it was not, a smudge finish. They, did, they didn't finish. they didn't do anything dirty to. It, it was, was a, help, the finish. It was a smudge finish. Who? No, that's bullshit. It should have been tied eleven eleven. Or no. and you and, no. and we agreed that if there be a horse in the entrance and you and he said yes, you said no. So he does get technically a point for that. So either way There you go. Bullshit. He's gonna give the fucking title the Brad Max treatment before he ships it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't be surprised if it's don't be surprised if it's spray painted. <laughs> you're, you're assuming he hasn't already given it the Brad Maddox treatment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it to uh, Mr. Perfect. Remember, Mr. Perfect did that to the Winged Eagle. Just took, a, he, took a hammer to it. And... He took a ha- Yeah, took a hammer to it. You're gonna get the title <laughs> in the mail in pieces. <laughs> That's okay. That just makes it more okay when I spray paint a giant M on it for Modern Toy Fair. <laughs> All right. So, uh, was there was there anything else that uh, you guys saw on on TV this week? I'm trying to rack my brain. I mean, the, um, I mean, Roman Reigns became a king. Yeah, that was that was the biggest <laughs> thing. Now king of the table. That was the biggest thing that kind of stood out was that uh, Roman um, taking the crown and all the memes which, that generated from I, that, which were I, priceless. I did, I did want to uh, pose a question to you guys. I don't know if you heard about the up, up, down, down drama. No, I've not. So essentially, up, up, down, down. There has not been a lot of content going on it because both Woods and all the superstars involved have kind of lightweight boycotted it because it's owned by WWE but Woods has made it what it is and has got the following that has gotten and he has gotten no money from it because they've considered it a part of his downside guarantee Um, so while trying to renegotiate the deal pretty much him and all these other superstars involved are you know refusing to put content on it and do we think that Roman you know taking his crown and putting it on his head after all of this takes place is kind of like a, a metaphor of them being like, know your place, bitch. No, I don't think so. I think, it, I think this is more of just a storytelling aspect because Woods is still King of the ring. And, and mm-hmm. it wasn't that Roman beat him clean or anything like that. It was just a, you know, I think it more of it. It's just building that rivalry because when you look at it, one, you know, they had that whole thing where they beat them down the week before Roman's got a match coming up at Survivor Series with Big E. Who who's to say they don't make that a instead of being just Roman versus Big E, who's who says they don't make that a, a bloodline versus New Day match? Like I feel like that's it's more of a story building towards that than it is towards towards or being a punishment for Woods of any kind. I don't I don't think that was one has to do with the other. But aren't they gonna aren't they gonna have to do tag titles versus tag titles? Who's the 
who's the tag team champions? Yeah, it's not New Day, and it's not and it's not uh, the Usos. They're not tag Usos. champions. Yeah, they're the, the SmackDown. Tag I thought champs. they lost it. No, they're still tag champs. SmackDown tag yeah. champs. Yeah, uh, never, yeah. Uh, so I guess yeah, they would face. Lost, I guess yeah. they would face rated RK Bro. I mean, they haven't they haven't announced that match yet, though. So I mean, I guess theoretically it could be, but I could e- easily see, I could easily see it being a um, a New Day versus Bloodline match as opposed to just the the two champions going at it. But I don't know. Maybe I'm. I mean, but we're literally a week away, and aren't we? So they've already kind of solidified all this. Ah, dude, it's not solidified until they until they announce the full car. They I mean, they have a whole another week but, of TV that they can that they can build. But the they've story. already announced um, Biggie versus Roman. Yeah, but they haven't announced the tag match. They could change the match. Card subject to change, bro. Like they do that shit all the time. I mean, time. they they they've announced the the Survivor Series. They've changed like, the world match. champion the week before the pay per view. Before, like they. I'm just <laughs> saying that the change you were saying would not have anything to do with any of the matches that are already on the card. So like, it doesn't quite like add up because you'd be having, like if you decided to like inject the Usos and new day into inject the Roman, <laughs> Roman and big E that wouldn't make sense. Cause then it's technically just all these SmackDown guys and big E in a match instead of it being the red versus blue bullshit. Yeah, I get that, but it's still, I don't know. It's still. I don't see that being still a new. It's, it's still match. new. Day. I, I see it. I see it being a match we might get at Royal Rumble or Mania or something. But I don't see it being a. I don't see it being a uh, a Survivor Series match. All right. All right. All right. It'd be a great Survivor Series match, but because they split them up and put well, New Day on, and then, SmackDown, and then maybe and maybe up. everything that they're doing to New Day on SmackDown, and then they're gonna maybe you know maybe they're gonna cheat the big. To beat Big E, maybe that's what then leads to them having a match at whatever the next pay per view is. Then, because it's not yeah. I, which is uh, oh, it's uh, it's what day one or something like that, or is it? Do they not have a? They don't have anything in December. Then it's just straight to day mm-hmm. one. And yeah, it's, they, it's, it's they yeah, got rid of TLC. <clears throat> yeah, so TLC have... got next, and the next ma- one is going to be right after New Year's. Yeah, so it's like January first. I think it's day one. Mm-hmm. So. So maybe that's what that leads to day one because I guess they they did say that Kofi had a sprained MCL so that that technically would put him out for a few weeks. So mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that's kind of more. That's assuming that's a it. real injury and not a kayfabe injury. I think it's more kayfabe, but but that but to me that that makes more sense to why they're doing that, not as a punishment to Woods because you know yeah. I, I I think up up down down is what it is, but I feel like that that's a separate entity from the wrestling in in ring. So if he's coming to work and he's handling his business in ring and not putting content, I don't think Vince McMahon has any fucking idea what's going on on up up down down this week. I don't no, think he gives a shit they, what's going on on up up down don't like down. It when people come up and they're like, "Hey, I want more money because my shit's doing well." Usually that doesn't you know. But that's, well. that's that's a different type of negotiation, though. I mean, that that's him negotiating a, a contract part of it. And the other the other thing is too with up up down down. They've gotten rid of everybody that was on the show with him. Cesaro is the only one that's that's still left. The other people that were on that show with him were the Breeze. The Usos were on there a few it was, times. It was Breeze when one of them wasn't in it jail. It was Breeze and Cole. Breeze and Cole and and Cesaro were like the staples of up up down down. 
So Breeze and Cole are gone. It only leaves Cesaro. So maybe it's more of a matter of they don't have anybody else. Like it, maybe he could get AJ to be involved in it or something like that, but he just doesn't have. No, no, no. He's had, like, as of recently, he's had a, a lot more people on it. Smo Joe's been on it for a while. Okay. Um, Our Truth's been on it from time to time. Uh, Shelton Benjamin's been on it from time to time. He's been on more recently. Um, who else? Kofi was on there a lot. Uh, at least one of the Usos, if not both, have been on there. And then recently they added Damien Priest and uh, Bro. So, like, while Cole and Breeze were, like, his BFFs who were on it the most, um, even Dakota Kai was, was is a big, like, name on there that's, like, been on there for a while, so... Yeah, it's no, it's it's okay. like Cole and, okay. and Breeze may have been like his his BFFs on there that that are gone, but they're by far like having any issues with people being on there because there's also other people who put um, content on there as well. Uh, Do- Dakota Kai does some streaming on there since she can't do it on her Twitch. Uh, Mia Yim used to, but she's gone. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Shannon Baszler streams on there with Dakota Kai because they're like best friends and roommates um there was someone else who i think like uploads their own stuff oh seth used to be on it but he hasn't been on there for a while I don't he's think. a little busy he's got a kid now so yeah he can't play video games yeah I, I didn't i think he and becky like posted a picture together um wearing like their ridiculous outfits from monday night and it said something yeah. like couple goals or something like that yeah <laughs> Um, did you guys see real quick? Okay, you guys saw Byron Saxon and Corey Graves. Holy one to shit! Yeah, dude, somebody, okay. somebody, somebody shit on that segment. I thought that fucking, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, somebody, was, somebody, somebody posted five people that have won fewer titles than Byron Saxon because Byron Saxon's the only one that won titles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they made this list so that it was like Mustafa Ali. Um, Dana Brooke, and they because they're like Dana Brooke's one of the longest tenured like wrestlers on there, and she's not won any kind of championship. Uh, Mansoor, because you know, they're like he made history, and uh, what did they say? He they said Mansoor has made WWE history, but not as champion. I don't know what, I don't know if it's something to do with he's. In that crown, well, he's crown jewel. Or... Yeah, he's he's one of the he's one of the first he's the first like wrestler from. Well, I don't know. He's not the first wrestler from Saudi Arabia, but uh, I don't know. Maybe no. Yeah, he's like the first. He's the first wrestler from Saudi Arabia, so that I think alone makes history. Like they like Tegan Knox, you know, like Tegan Knox has done a lot in NXT and stuff, and never won a title. Yeah. And... <laughs> so fucking Byron Saxton. <laughs> no, that was funny though. So. And Corey Graves, like, came out of nowhere and rolled up to Zawa, pinned him one, two, three, and then right after that, Byron was just, like, sitting there. Byron looked like he was about to hit the spear on Corey Graves, and then just, (laughs) (laughs) and then he just rolled him up, and then, but the, and then somebody was like, what was the point of that? The point of that was for Corey Graves to be pissed at Saxton the rest of the night on commentary. Like, Saxton, you ruin everything. Every single time I do something fun, you ruin it for me and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah, that was that was the point of it, to give that extra little story because of their little budding rivalry that they have. I thought it was I thought it was great. I thought it was I thought it was a lot of fun. But I thought Raw actually Raw was a pretty decent show this past week. Raw's been getting a lot better. 
you know, they're, they're concentrating more on having longer matches. Like I think every match would win at least two segments. I really liked what they, uh, they're kind of doing a little bit of a heel, uh, heel turn with Dewdrop. I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. And, um, trying to think the whole uh, like Seth and Kevin like that that whole that whole thing throughout the entire night with Kevin Owens and and just kind of teasing his his you know potential yeah, heel turn. I, I really yeah I like that it's like dude, does he have an alliance is he gonna have an alliance with Rollins you know what I mean like yeah. it, it's very you know like people have been like hinting at it because they hinted at like remember when he like joined the new day like temporarily and then he turned on him quickly and stuff so like yeah people were talking again about that like long-term like booking and stuff right um well and and how about too uh with the um is michael frozen or is he just not talking no. okay i'm not <laughs> talking just, you guys have been like, rambling on about raw and i'm just i was watching something were you trying were Sorry. you watching Corey graves and byron saxon win the 24 7 championship because you, you no, should no, i already watched uh, that okay. i already watched that no but uh but then the whole thing with him um you know with and and and, and at the end of it i don't know if it was just frustration because i still don't you still don't know if there's an alliance there but hell if they do have an alliance those two fucking killed each other during that match for for people that are in a, a, a alliance or a stable together like they absolutely fucking and brought it that was a physical ass match they had on monday night raw but yeah i mean it was it was uh it was it was definitely compelling and you know and, and kevin owens i mean i like kevin owens as a baby face but he's a much better heel come on oh, a thousand oh yeah i mean that, that's that's his bag that's what he does and and you know he and seth kind of the same way and, and biggie needs needs legit challengers and seth is one but kevin owens is definitely another so but uh, but yeah 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 and I just going back to SmackDown just real quick like I just like is there anybody you can think of like coming through that's going to be a legitimate like that could take the title off Roman uh, unless it's some kind of like uh, other other than like some kind of screwy like he doesn't get pinned in a triple threat match type thing or something but like even like have, who uh, who give it Rock's music hit and distract him yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, who? But who would you like put as champion though? Right now, like, I just, you know, what I mean, like, I know we've talked about this many times, but like, that's one thing that always like goes through my head is like, I, I know, as as long as as long as he's healthy, and obviously they put him in very like protected like matches and protected opponents to like you know keep longevity out of him, like, I don't know, I it seems to me like they're setting him up for like, you know, some kind of like longest reign ever. Yeah, it's possible, but I would love to see King. Well, not, beat him. not 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 long, <laughs> yeah. maybe longest reign ever. That was like, a, I don't think they're gonna have. That was a really good match that they had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a really good match that they had on 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 SmackDown. Yeah, I, I to your point, Kevin. I, I mean, McIntyre's on that roster uh, that he potentially could could eventually dethrone him. Um trying to think uh yeah i mean woods and kofi really are the only other ones though that that like right now i mean jeff hardy's on the roster so if they told the right story you could potentially get jeff hardy there and make it believable but outside of that though maybe not maybe (laughs) maybe nakamura in the right circumstance if they if they told that story right i could i mean i'm I'm trying to think of didn't they they wrestled did you see that they wrestled on the troops 
Uh, you guys I didn't get a chance to watch the tribute to the troop show. So he he wrestled Nakamura and like when so Roman was already in the ring and Nakamura was coming out and of course Pat McAfee was doing his like I did see Pat McAfee dancing then, though. Did you see Roman like look over like kind of no, give him like he, Roman there was like a video or whatever like it showed Roman like kind of give him a smirk or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I saw was his Mike Romano or whatever, whatever his name is, the the ring announcer guy. Um, I follow him on Instagram, and he always posts videos every week of fucking him dancing to Nakamura's music on top of Michael Cole. What what would have made that great though is if Roman shot him a look, and Pat immediately just stopped and like slinked down back into his chair. Because <laughs> like that's the head of the table, so the head of the table looks at you and tells yeah. you to stop. You you're gonna fucking stop. <laughs> Especially considering how much he lost his shit when they drafted the head of the table. Right. So. Right. So yeah, I mean to to your point though, Kev. I mean he is due for a long reign. So I mean McIntyre is one. I mean Brock probably will be the one to eventually take it off of him. Unfortunately, but. I can't. Yeah, I, I can't. Know. I can't think of really anyone else. I mean, I don't see Rick Boogs being the world champion right now. Um, this was- okay. I'm. 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 Dir- I'm direct messaging you guys on uh, Twitter. The uh, the GIF with Pat McAfee, and then <laughs> uh, I, was, I was like, "What are you sending us that you can't talk about on the show?" I'm like, "Jesus." All right, I'll pull it up real quick. Take a look. Man, I thought this was going to be a short episode, too. Yeah, right? I thought we were done, like, a half hour ago. And uh, then you had to fucking talk about Raw, and it just all fell apart. All right. Well, hey, we could go ahead and wrap things up, though, on that note. Uh, That is a weird smirk that he gave, by the way. It was kind of like... I'm guessing you sent it to Cult of Personality or Cult Aggressor, because I didn't get nothing. um, I sent it to our normal chat we have on... Oh, and you sent it in Discord. Okay. No, you said you sent it on Twitter. It was like like a... a direct message on Twitter. I don't know which one he said. Yeah, that's, to, though. It, it must have been. It's that chat we because I. Don't oh have yeah, it's here. it's definitely yeah. He he never he never checks that Twitter anymore. The cult of Gresser. Yeah, I, I don't even have it logged in on any. Yeah, you got <laughs> except for my. Yeah, send it to Modern Toy Fair. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't check it. Oh, okay. All right. Speaking of modern toy fair, I was a guest on that. How how did my uh, my views ever perk up a little bit, or they're still pretty shitty? Um, let's go and get a tally right now. Uh, go YouTube studio and yeah. Um, <laughs> not great. Huh? All right. Uh, you've gotten some more views since the last time we checked, but it's still not where it is. So if you're a fan of this goddamn fucking show, go watch Jason's episode <laughs> of toy therapy over on but- youtube.com forward slash modern toy fair. So that way he doesn't have to feel bad at the fact that my episode, Nate and Jamar are all doing better than him, especially because we have another new episode coming out this Friday. So if he's the least out of the five episodes, he's going to get real sad and quit doing this show. So go fucking watch it and quit being stupid marks. And, and uh, just, and just and screenshot the, uh, um, promo thing of Jason's face and make it your wallpaper. <laughs> yes, the, like, the, the fucking like Kevin did. The thumbnail, the thumbnail <laughs> yeah, is, is yeah. absolutely fantastic. If nothing else, that should be your reason to watch. I like it. how you just I insulted get... our listening audience and then told them to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, technically, I told them to go watch it, insulted them, and then tell them to go watch it again. Yeah, um, because that's how we do it. Let's here. Not uh, yeah, and, and let's be honest. If you're watching this show and you're offended by being insulted by us, then you're clearly not watching this show very often or listening to the show very <laughs> yeah. often. Um, 
If we're not yeah. insulting somebody, something's not right. <laughs> yeah. If we're not offending somebody, something's not right. Um, but yeah, so go watch Toy Therapy. It's a fun little conversation. You get to see what kind of sex toys Jason likes to play oh, with fuck. at night when uh, he, <laughs> he logs off of Gimmick Minute. <laughs> that is not at all what we discussed. <laughs> oh my god. Or is it? You'll have to I'm stripping you of the Lion Worldwide um, title. <laughs> excuse you. No, I'm trying to get you views. That's how you get views, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so go check out Toy Fair. Check out uh, twitch.tv forward slash modern toy fair, where me, Jamar, and Nate go over our weekly purchases every Wednesday. Um, go to t.com, search modern toy fair gimmick minute. You can get shirts with logos on them. You can get a show me your nip shirt. You can get a uh, bunch of gimmick minute shirts. There's the Rockstay and Bebop Stock with Sandwich Shop. There's all sorts of options. So go give me your money. And, and make sure to watch Jason's uh, Toy Therapy episode so he gives me my title. Definitely. You can also listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> yes. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Exactly. Hey, th- I will say, Spotify, you're doing better than you are on YouTube. Ah, well, that's good. <laughs> well, hey, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, mostly AEW Full Gear recap. So. Next week, uh, next week we'll be back with uh, pretty much a normal show. Oh no, actually it'll be a Survivor Series uh, preview, right? Because Survivor Series is coming up. Or wait, isn't it? Aren't we should, going to record after Survivor Series? Should we have done that already? Should that? Should, do we need to record a special episode no. this week for Survivor Series? I I do I do not have time this week for that, unfortunately. All right, so next week will be more of a Survivor Series recap then, since it's it's we, we didn't get a chance to really preview it. We should have done that apparently. And and, and so as you said earlier, the card is still not. That's true. Anyway, yeah, so, so I guess we couldn't really do that. So we'll we'll chime in next Sunday right after Survivor Series, and we'll talk about it. So hopefully you guys uh, will tune in for that. And uh, thank you again for listening. For Michael and Kevin, I am Jason, reminding you smarks out there to be a fan and always live your gimmick. Go get a dirty finish. And new. And new.